Today is February 29th, a day that only comes once in every four years. Russian-American writer Vera Nazarian called this day a day of unlocked potential and said, Use this day to do something daring, extraordinary, and unlike yourself. Take a chance and shape a different pattern in your personal cloud of probability. Leap days do feel a little off, don't they? It doesn't feel quite like February or March, so it's easy to think of it as just an extra day. But a day of unlocked potential, hmm, what a wonderful way to think about it, right? So if you really were to allow yourself to do something daring and extraordinary on this day, if you really were to do just one thing that was totally unlike yourself, what would you do? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? This is Hedim, and today's Wonder Hour starts now. Welcome to Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. We started today's show with 사랑의 바보, Love Fool by The Nuts. Apparently, in the old days in Ireland, there was a custom for women to propose to men on leap days. Because, of course, that would have been totally unusual and extraordinary in the old days. It's a great idea, though, isn't it? Allowing yourself to be a little different on leap days just because you can. Hmm, then why not? I'll be honest, nothing unusual and extraordinary to do for the day came to my mind right away. So I really had to stop and think about it. And that in and of itself was rather unusual and fun for me. I mean, thinking of something unusual to do is something unusual for me. And here's a few ideas that I came up with. Trying new foods or drinks that you had never tried before. Wearing unmatching socks, styling your hair differently, or trying a makeup style you'd never tried before, maybe a different color lipstick, putting on different perfume, or what else? Uh, writing a letter, or contacting a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Hmm, which is actually something that I did just this morning. I contacted one friend after two years, <laughs> and another friend after one year, and it actually feels quite nice. What do you think? Do any of these ideas sound interesting to you? If you have any more ideas, please tell me. Speaking of which, our daily shout-out segment, Tell Me, is coming up in just a moment. And although I'll be sharing some of the messages and requests you've sent in earlier, because I'm pre-recording the show right now, I'll look forward to receiving your messages about any fun leap day ideas. Whether it's about Leap Day or anything else, you can message me using the KBS Kong app or by leaving a comment on our post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day or on Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World English, you can leave your messages there as well. And if you have a Korean phone number, you can also send a text message at SHARP8150. A regular SMS text will cost 51, and a long text or an MMS message will cost 101 per text. Coming up after Tell Me is So Hot, which is our look into chart toppers from the past. And after that, I'll share my song pick of the day for DJ Lim, Drop the Beat. 
And in the second hour of the show, we will be joined by K-pop producer and engineer John Kim, who will introduce us to some hidden K-pop gems, as well as some of his gems on our Thursday segment, John's Jams. So be sure to stick around for that as well. Now, I'll be right back with today's Tell Me After a Song Break. Here is Tannabi with 사랑하긴 했었나요? 스쳐가는 인연이었나요? 짧지 않은 우리 함께했던 시간들이 자꾸 내 마음을 가둬두네. Baby, I need you. Followed by Sister 19 and their song, No More My Boy. You don't have to tell me you love me. You don't have to tell me you've been waiting for me. But please do tell me something about yourself. Tell me something funny that's happened to you today. Tell me what you're thinking or how you're feeling. Tell me anything that's on your mind that you feel like sharing. And while at it, tell me which songs you want to hear too, won't you? A sayon in the world of Korean radio is a story or an anecdote that the listeners send in to have shared on air. And it's what transforms this usually one-way medium into a means of communication and connection, allowing us to be on the same wavelength. Today, we've got messages from Kazuha Shokojo. Hello, DJ Herim. I'm an Algerian doctor from Algeria, and I love listening to KBS World Radio to develop my English and learn more about Korean culture. I like Korean styles, especially clothes and makeup styles. It looks so natural. It has been seven years now since I started listening to KBS Radio. Wow. It's really been a long time. But it's really hard to join the live since it's 4 a.m. at Algeria. Ooh. Well, that's why we have reruns and podcasts. Also, don't worry about catching the live show because I will read your sayon just like this. And thank you so much for your love for K-pop and K-culture. S wrote, Hi, Lim. I hope you're doing well along with your family. You were the one to catch my eye in the Wonder Girls movie. Ooh. <laughs> hope to see a comeback from you and the other girls soon. Love you lots. Thank you for reminding me of the Wonder Girls movie. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time shooting that movie and it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for noticing and for thinking about it after a long time. Thank you. Now, taking a look at some song requests, we have Sato Okayasu. It's been so cold and rainy, also snowy in the suburbs of Tokyo, feeling more like midwinter. Even when it's raining outside, classic quiet projects, gentle rain will make me feel a little warmer. The weather report says it'll rain again later this week. I'd be happy if you could play the song whether it rains or not. Unzip S says it rained and snowed so much last week. It was tiring to remind myself to take an umbrella on my way to work. But when it snowed, it was so pretty like the movie Frozen. So I took a bunch of pictures during my lunch. It also felt like winter was saying its last goodbye and made me a little sad. Let's all try to enjoy the end of winter as best as we can. I want to request Kara's umbrella, please.
Mm-hmm. A couple of rain songs. Let's listen to them back to back right now. First up is Gentle Rain by Klezikwai, followed by Kara and their song Umbrella. We just heard Umbrella by Kara and before that, Gentle Rain by Klezikwai. If you want to share yours high on on the show or request a song, all you have to do is leave a message. If you're tuning in via the KBS Kong app, you can leave a message on the chat board. If you're in Korea, you can send me a text message at sharp8150. If you're on Instagram, leave your sayon as a comment on our post at KBS One Fine Day. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KBS English Service. On YouTube, you can search for KBS World English. I mentioned reruns and podcasts earlier. You can find a timetable for our reruns on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. You can also listen to past episodes of the show on the same website or by downloading our podcast. But please note that the songs we play on the show are cut from these due to copyright reasons. Speaking of songs, it's time for our next song break. When we come back, we'll take a look at some music charts from the past. Here is Day 6 and their song, Love Me or Leave Me. Songs have the power to move us through time. More often than not, it only takes a song from the past to take us back. Back to the days when we used to listen to the song on a loop, or back to the days when the song was just so hot. It's time for us to go back in time and listen to some of the hottest songs of a random week according to the charts. Today we're going to go back to the third week of January 1998. Sitting atop the local charts at the time was the song 헤어진 다음 날, The Day After You Left by Lee Hyun-woo. Singer-songwriter and later actor Lee Hyun-woo made his debut with the song 꿈 all the way back in 1991 and became a star overnight. His song 헤어진 다음 날, The Day After You Left, was released in 1997 as the title track of his fourth studio album, and it became the last ever Golden Cup winner on Kayo Top 10 in February 1998, as that's when the show ended altogether. The song famously samples Vivaldi's The Four Seasons, and the song's lyrics literally depict the day after a breakup from the man's point of view with words like these. How were you today? Were you just fine? Are you maybe regretting? Are you preparing for another relationship? Maybe love isn't something that anyone could do. You were gone for just one day, and this day has been unbearably long. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ocean, the number one song of the week on Billboard Hot 100 was Truly, Madly, Deeply by Australian pop duo Savage Garden. The song comes from the group's self-titled debut album and it topped the charts not only in the US but also in Canada and their home country of Australia. The group's frontman Darren Hayes was reportedly inspired to write the song while being away from his family and friends for a long time for the first time. He had to stay in another city for eight long months to record the group's first album, and his needs to express his feelings at the time led to these lyrics. 
I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your hope. I'll be your love. Be everything that you need. I love you more with every breath truly, madly, deeply do. I will be strong. I will be faithful because I'm counting on a new beginning, a reason for living, a deeper meaning. All right, let's listen to these two songs right now. First up is Ihonu with Heojin Taumna, The Day After You Left. And after that, we'll listen to Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden. Back when the Wonder Girls were always on the move, with all of us girls crammed into our van, whether we were feeling all giddy and giggly or just exhausted and groggy, one of the members would always end up saying the magic words that would have me think of a song to play. And those magic words were, Hey DJ Lim, drop the beat. Those words still bring songs into my mind, and I'd like to share at least one of those with you each day. My pick for today is 같은 시간 속에 너, Living in the Same Time by Naol. Written and composed by the artist himself, it was released as a single in February of 2015 and is considered one of Naol's top three solo songs. Ooh, I'm a big fan of Naor, first of all. And this song just makes me think about my past relationships. Not just romantic relationships, but all kinds of relationships that passed by. And there's a quotation that I found over the weekend that I want to share with you. It is, people come and go from our lives all the time. It's not our fault that people leave. The universe is just making room for new people with new lessons. Hmm, I really like this quotation. And this song has this sentimental sentimental feeling, a sense of yearning that I just love so much. And I wonder what feelings or memories it brings to you. So take a listen to it and please let me know what you think. Here is Naol with 같은 시간 속에 너, Living in the Same Time. That was Naol and his song, 같은 시간 속에 너, Living in the Same Time. And that brings us to the end of the first Wonder Hour of the day. Coming up in the second hour of today's show is our super fun Thursday segment, John's Jams. So stick around to learn about some great new songs even your music streaming apps may not have had a chance to recommend to you just yet. For now, I'll wrap up the first half of the show with Ensign and their song, Happy End. Welcome to the second half of Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. In just a moment, I'll be joined in the studio by K-pop producer and engineer John Kim, who'll introduce us to some deep cuts we just might fall in love with. But before we move on, let me quickly remind you about the many different ways you can tune into our program. 
Listen to Wonder Hours from 5.10 p.m. Korea time, Monday through Friday, via our mobile apps Kong and KBS World Radio on air. You can also stream us on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or on YouTube at youtube.com slash at KBS World English. Also, last but not least, you can catch us on shortwave radio as well. If you have any comments or questions, you can use any of the options I just mentioned to reach out to us as well. If you're in Korea, you can also send me a text message at sharp8150. And now we'll listen to some songs while John gets settled in here. First up is I've with Off the Record, and after that we'll listen to Espa and their song Better Things. According to reports, around 120,000 new tracks are released on music streaming platforms each day. Wow. When there's absolutely no hope of listening to all of them, how are we to figure out which new song will be our next favorite track? The fact of the matter is, not all great songs make it up the charts, and not everyone has the same taste in music. So it's just inevitable that some wonderful gems would slip through our fingers without us even noticing. But it's not all hopeless. Here to point us toward the right direction is K-pop producer and engineer John Kim for our segment, John's Jams. Hi, John. Hello. (laughs) It's great to be back. Hello. Thank you for coming back. How was your week? It was great. I mean, how great is the weather these days, right? It was (sighs) raining a few days ago, but... And even snowing. Right, right. Right. But all of a sudden, it's starting to warm up again. Uh, In Fahrenheit, we're hitting like the the low 50s already. So it's kind of starting to become spring, right? Finally. I've been waiting for this day to come. Yes. I'm (laughs) I'm so excited for it. Um, In fact, fun fact, I'm Mm -hmm. buying a new grill today. My yeah. wife finally told me I can get a new grill. I've been oh. using the same grill for the last three years. Oh. And uh, at the big uh, uh, C wholesale store, they mm-hmm. just got in this new new grill. And I saw it the other day and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to get that. And then so I've been talking to my wife like this spring, mm-hmm. it's, it's barbecue time. Oh. We're, we're going we're gonna to get into it. And so she agreed. Um, we're getting the new grill today. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's officially it's springtime, barbecue time, oh. spring it on. <laughs> Uh, springtime barbecue is the best. Yes. I, I love putting um, uh-huh. marshmallows, grilling oh, the marshmallows. Yeah. Oh, That's great, so too. So good. Yeah, I think um, like one and a half years ago, we bought a small fireplace just to do marshmallows. Oh, my gosh. And so, oh, yeah. Speaking of which, so uh-huh. I, I live in a like um, I live in a house. Oh, which is rare that's in Korea, why right? it's possible for right, you to get a grill. Yeah, right. Um, normally, Korean people, they're more accustomed to living in apartments, right? Mm-hmm. But just me being from the States and from LA, I didn't want to move into that with my daughter because uh, I don't know if you face this, but there is this thing in Korea called Chungan's home. Oh my gosh, tell me about <laughs> it. Uh, I'm, we're really considering uh, should mm-hmm. we move to a, to take to a house? Because right? Baby Shu, he uh, he I'm is sure. full. He has so full of energy, energy, so much energy, right. and I feel bad for stopping him. Like, right, keep right. telling him not to do it. Yeah, I heard. But at the same time, uh-huh. you know, people are living downstairs. So, right. what can we do about it? Right. 
That's, Even though we have all the mats, of course, but still, yeah, it, it doesn't really do too much those mats because I no. mean, just from a audio perspective, this might sound a little techy, but um, when you have those mats, you can get rid of a lot of like the higher pitch sounds. So mm-hmm. in the frequency spectrum, like the mid range and the high range, like that will absorb some of it. But you know, like when you're hitting like uh, a hard surface, mm-hmm. there's a lot of vibrations in the low end, and <sighs> that can't get avoided uh, because that. Um, those resonances will mm-hmm. move through the, the walls and the floors. And that's the reason why Chungan's home is such a huge deal. But it's that's terrible. one of the things that we really love about our house is we can let our daughter just jump around, scream however much oh, she wants when she's at home. That's so nice. So that's nice. My wife really likes that. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's nice. But there are absolutely some drawbacks. If you do move to a Chutek, mm-hmm. you have to worry about a few things. So if you have grass, you have to cut the grass, oh, right? Do you uh, do that? Yeah, job? I do that. Once the <laughs> spring comes i'm gonna start having to cut the grass and take care of our garden which is actually enjoyable for me Uh, i love watching like um the little flowers come up because we have fruit trees in our garden um we have uh we have plum uh we have techu or um dates yes or jujubes i think actually yeah Uh, oh yeah yeah we have those and uh we have peach tree and that's actually quite unusual in seoul so in it's Cole, not in Seoul. In uh, we're a little bit outside of Seoul. We live in Paju, which is 30 minutes mm-hmm. outside of Seoul. But it's still close enough. But yeah, that's one of the reasons I love spring. Just like our home, like once you step outside, it's like, yes, it's finally spring. There are oh. flowers and birds are flying around and things start to turn green. Yeah, spring yeah. is definitely one of the best seasons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So which song do you have for us this week? All right. Speaking of spring, we're... we're kind of brightening up right and what better way to brighten up than with IU Mm -hmm. she just released her new EP it's called The Winning and uh, recently we actually talked about her last single release it was called Love Wins All right that one was actually the pre-release for this album so that's on this album as well but she has um, two new title tracks on this album and I wish we could talk about both because they're amazing but we're going to talk about the one that's doing a little bit better right now Mm -hmm. it's called Shopper and the other one is actually called Horshi. What's that about? So Horshi? Horshi, I think it's like Mr. Hall or something ah, like that. It's translated Horshi. into yeah, <laughs> into English. But yeah, both of these songs right now are are huge. Mm. They're on the charts, they're within the top ten, and also Love Wins All as well. So that's three songs out of out of this album that are like within the charts. So Which that's one's your like, favorite? So I think I like Shopper. Really? This one is really cool. Yeah. I was just looking at the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it's very uh, inspiring. Yeah, I think so. It's 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 interesting to look at it from that perspective because the the lyrics they're talking about like yeah you do what you want to do mm-hmm. right grab fill up your cart with the things that you love and it's talking about like yeah in in this world of which is like kind of like an endless uh, store right you do what you want pick right. what you like right so mm-hmm. I think that's really cool yeah it sends and out a good message and sure. the lyrics is written by the artist herself yes for sure and uh. I I like the sounds in this song too. It's something a little bit new. You know, we've been talking about how IU has kind of moved into like this folk genre almost. And it's almost becoming like almost Mm indie-esque. But she's kind of stepped back from that and created this brighter song. Um, And I think it sounds really good. The last one... 
that we heard from her that was similar to this, I think, was Strawberry Moon, where it was ah. much more brighter and it had a full arrangement. Yeah. Um, and so it's good to see different sides from her. This is one of those where it's very heavily like electro pop oh, yeah. influenced with some rock elements as well. It's not um, something that we're used to hearing from IU. Yeah, music. this is one of those like rare gems that we get because. Um, Like I said, her music these days has become a little bit more mellow. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, she comes out and hits us with these like really upbeat and bright tracks. And this is one of them. And I think a lot of people are enjoying it just because, you know, the weather is getting warmer. Yeah. People want to be more energized, mm-hmm. you know. And this is one of those perfect songs for that. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, I use music as great to listen to when you're going on a drive uh, right absolutely i always yes. thought so and yes. this is one of those songs yeah. you can listen to I while like, driving i feel like there are so many songs of hers that can fit any occasion like, like blooming yeah uh, or songs like even strawberry yeah. moon and even some of her earlier music like if you really want to feel sassy you can mm-hmm. listen to uh 23 i think oh, off yeah. of the chatshire album and i, I also like called. the i think it was called beep Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's an older Some, one, right? Yeah, it's an yeah, older it's a really one. I love old that one. song, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are really good ones. And even at night, if you want to go for like a more mellow <laughs> drive. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, yeah, a yeah, lot of her songs. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did IU just turn 30? Yeah, she did. <laughs> Speaking of which, she just turned 30. And so this is her first release after hitting her 30s. Ah, so And it must be a meaningful album for her. Yeah, I think so. She's, she was talking about in the album description how uh, she went through like this huge roller coaster of emotions as she was doing her old performances. Mm-hmm. And she looked back at her career and wanted to bring that into this album and just find inspiration on her. on this album from how she like grew up with her music Mm. and so we see a lot of her maturity in this album although it's bright and you might think of this as like a more like younger IU sound Mm -hmm. it's not you can hear all of her experience come into this album it's Mm. not the same as maybe what we would have heard like maybe like six years ago Um, it's a little bit more refined it has the same energy but even the techniques in her voice and the way that the song is arranged it's more mature and she's brought it into this new age Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and even the guitar sound sound, sounds a little different here yeah so in fact this song she actually had a lot of inspiration come through with the guitars because there's this really heavy rock guitar sound that happens right in the hook and even throughout the verses there are really cool guitar lines happening in the background and uh, when I saw the uh, album description for this she was mentioning how she was so heavily inspired by that sound and she wanted to create an upbeat track to mm-hmm. just you know fulfill that energy Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Well, you know, we played the song on the show on Monday, but mm-hmm. I didn't get a good listen to it. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm going to pay more, more attention to it this time. Yes. Let's listen to Shopper by IU. That was Shopper by IU. Hmm. What a cool song, right? It's a cool song, yes. There's a lot of really interesting guitar ideas happening in that song. And I can totally see why IU was inspired by that sound. It's it's so trendy these days. I feel like we've been seeing a lot more guitar in music these days. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, in fact, you had Sophia come in a, f- oh, yeah. a few days ago, right? She said, she told me to say hello. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, well, the last time I worked with her, it's been a little bit, but they were very adamant on talking about, they were um, trying to look for a song where it was very guitar forward. And obviously with Sophia being such a talented writer, she's always ahead of the time. Mm. And we're kind of starting to see how these guitar forward songs have been coming out these days. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great move. We're moving more into a natural sound as opposed to having a 
lot of electronic elements, mm-hmm. which it still does have. But we have more of a main kind of idea happening with acoustic instruments like guitars or drums or keyboards, things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that the sound is very abundant. Yes. Very uh, full. Full of u n g j a n g e Yeah. Or like cinematic. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And IU is definitely creating her own genre. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what's our next song? All right. So this is an interesting one. So do you know of the group Luna? Luna. Yes. I, I think I've heard of their so group. So they yes. were a, a girl group that was upcoming for a while, but they kind of fell off into, um, you know, there is this, I feel like, I don't want to call it like... Um, How do I explain it? There's like mm-hmm. this mid-tier of idols, right? Where they're not famous enough, but they're not like obscure, mm-hmm. right? Like people know who they are, but if someone asked, like if you're a stranger walking down the street um, and you ask them, name a song from Luna, mm-hmm. right? They wouldn't be able to tell you one. Yeah. But if they heard a song from them, they'd say, oh, oh. I- I've heard that before. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, There are groups like that. And unfortunately, I think Luna was one of those groups. They didn't quite hit uh, that level of success. That being said, though, they had one member that did extraordinarily well on a lot of different platforms. So mm-hmm. this is Chu. She's Chu. no longer with the group, but she's doing her own solo activities and she's out with her newest song. It's called Chocolate. Uh-huh. And yeah, this is a really sweet song. So she uh, aimed this release for Valentine's Day this year. Uh-huh. And it was a really uh, sweet and loving track. Basically, she said she wanted it to be a gift for her fans. Uh-huh. And I think she accomplished that here. Um, as far as the music itself, um, it's just a really kind of cute girl group kind of a track. Except they take a lot of inspiration from the things that are trending right now. So mm-hmm. if we were talking about girl groups, like who would you say are the hottest girl groups right now? Uh, probably New Jeans. New Jeans, right? Itzy. Ola Seraphim, Itzy. Mm-hmm. Those girls, they're all doing so well and they have uh, such particular sounds, right? Like yeah. with New Jeans, I'd say they're so full of swag, right? Oh, yeah. And Ola Seraphim, they're a little bit hard hitting, right? And I feel like uh, Chu and her team here have taken advantage of what's trending right now and they've taken a lot of these elements. Like there are some cool background elements and the way uh, that she articulates her voice, it's almost reminiscent of new jeans mm-hmm. but in the hooks with some of the raps it sounds like she's taking some inspiration from La Seraphim and mm-hmm. there's just a lot of stuff going on here like you know with Ives really polished sound she's taking elements from there and I feel like uh, she's kind of mashed that all together and also taken her very cute bubbly and sweet personality and mm-hmm. just thrown it together into this one great song and I think it's um, it's a really nice song it's, it's just really sweet there's always a time and place I say So, um, you know, there are tracks like by girl groups that are just so girly, right? You know, like if if I have to say like off the top of my head, like if you're thinking like A-Pink, like old Mm. school A-Pink, right? That's just so girly, so bubbly and flowery, right? And some of us in Korea, we might say, oh, that's like ogilgoryo, or it's kind of cheesy, right? Mm-hmm. But I always say this, there is a time and place for those songs. There are absolutely spots in the market that, uh, where, where those songs can absolutely fit in and they can kind of shine, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that this is one of those songs, like it's obviously it's charting right now with Chu's big influence on social media and also on variety programs. Uh, she's made a huge name for herself and uh, this song, I feel like it perfectly represents her. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I heard the song was also uh, J-pop inspired. 
Yeah, I mean, at least that's what I think. Um, when we listen to this song, you might hear elements in the melody that are kind of re- remis- reminiscent of the really big group right now, QWER or QR. Uh-huh. You know, they have a really uh, Japanese kind of rock sound. Right. And they've grown so much, they're still trending like crazy, even though they only have one release so far. And I think they took some inspiration from that as well. Mm. So there's a lot of different ideas that have been kind of put together into this song. And it's sweet that the song was made for her fans. Yes. Does that mm-hmm. mean that she wrote her own lyrics and composed a song? I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. um, I'll have to check that out. Uh, but you know, fun fact. Did you know, do you know why Chu is called Chu? No, I was going to ask you because her Korean name is Chu. Right. So I didn't know either. I was like, is it just Chu as in like uh, when you kiss someone, it sounds like Chu, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not that apparently. So her name is Chu, like uh-huh. you said. Now say that fast. Chu. Chu. Oh, Chu. Chu. that's cute. Yeah. And that Chu. becomes Chu, right? C-H-U-U. Mm-hmm. Chu. All right. Well, let's listen to the song right now. Here is Chu with chocolate. We just heard chocolate by Chu. She has such a sweet voice. Right. There are so many different ideas in that song. Like, <laughs> when I listen to how the song just starts, that's 100% to me. I hear new jeans, right? Mm. And then when you hear that bass line in the middle of the verse with the way that the lyrics are articulated, it sounds like QWER. When the pre-chorus hit, it sounds like I've with that really nice, smooth vocal happening and just the luscious feel and oh, yeah. just clean, right? Yeah, there are so many cool ideas. And I think they did a really good job of just bringing it all together. Yeah, it's uh, so many ideas, right? That but it blends so well together. Right, right. That's right. interesting. They did a good job with it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And from chocolate, we now move on to coffee. Oh yes, we do. We do. <laughs> coffee and chocolate. I like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we're we're gonna be talking about this new song that I actually got to work on. It's called Cold Brew, and it's by uh, one of the bands that I've been actually bringing in for a while. They're called Penchi Video. Yes. And yeah, this is their newest song. It's their latest single, and. The fun thing about this song is it's actually their first song that they released where uh, they actually got uh, Huangum or they got, um, how, how would I say, sponsored. Sponsored. Right? They, they had a company backing them and finally helping to produce their music. Because mm-hmm. up until now, they were just a really kind of underground band. and although They're they, an indie band, yeah, as I remembered. Yeah, yeah. So they've been slowly growing in popularity. And finally, um, a company had reached out to them Ooh, and they noticed them. And, it's very good news. Yeah, and so they finally signed with their new label. And this was their first release for them. And it, it was really, really nice to work with a new label because that expanded our horizon. Because up until now, obviously, like if you're a band, an indie band, you're not making a lot of money, right? right. And when you have to pay studio fees, mixing fees, like music video costs, it's a <sighs> lot of money, right? Oh. And so when you have to do that all out of your own pocket with, <sighs> as an indie musician, that's almost impossible. It is impossible. And I, I spoke about this before, but like the band leader, he's also a Hagwon teacher. One of the members builds houses. And wow. yeah, they're, oh, they yeah. all have. I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, they all have side jobs and all their money that they earn goes into their music. But finally, um, 
a company was able to sponsor their music and help pay for some of the costs. And so we were able to rent a bigger studio for, for recording drums and the bass. And wow. um, we got to have more time in the studio, basically, to work on this song. And mm-hmm. that, I feel like, just led to a more polished product. Mm-hmm. So the song itself, um, what we wanted to do with this song is we wanted to make something simple and to the point just because this is their first impression with the company, right? Mm. And so if you're too experimental and you try something too crazy, <laughs> the company will be like, uh, why are you doing music like this? Like, this mm. is not what we signed you for, right? And yeah. so... Sometimes you need to do something more um, commercial. Exactly. And so that's what we aim for with this song. Um, we wanted to, just as a first impression, we wanted to show, hey, this is what we're able to do. We're able to create, you know, just commercially, like, acceptable, like, great music. But in the middle, we still threw in our little uh, touches of bench relay, basically. (laughs) So the thing about them is they are traditionally they're a rock band. And so they have rock band elements. They, They love their heavy guitar sounds. But most people know them as an indie band. And so they have to go a little bit lighter on that for a lot of their music. But what we did with this song was in the middle of the like the song there's an interlude and also the outro we threw in these weird psychedelic elements mm-hmm. where um, the guitar comes in really heavy and really strong and uh, we're using interesting effects on the bass and stuff so there's it feels like you're going to a whole different world in the middle of the song mm-hmm. that being said though I think we found a spot where um, that sound kind of melds into the, the indie feel as well so mm-hmm. it's not too jarring mm-hmm. um I think some of their older songs, we were a little bit too experimental. (laughs) And so it was harder for, I'd say... I think that's always the concern uh, for artists. Right. Because you want to go, you want to be experimental, but at the same time, you want to play it safe. Right. So you need to find a balance. Right, right. (laughs) And so, yeah, that was the biggest goal for this one. We, more than experimental, I'd say we wanted to go commercial, but um, there are those elements and... The, the company, as soon as they got the, the mix for this, they were in love with it. And ah, um, nice. we, we asked them, like, you know, moving forward, can we do more of, you know, our own sound and what we like to do? And they, they said absolutely. And so hopefully from now on, we get to hear a little bit more of the Benchwideo mm-hmm. um, sound. But I think this is a good, like, uh, Inmunja song or welcome <laughs> entry song. Like, if like you're new to... introduction song. Exactly. If welcome you're... to Bench Rilio. Exactly. If you're new to this band, this is a great starting point. Um, and if you really like this, then maybe check out some of their other stuff as it gets a little bit more experimental. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if you would ex- describe the genre uh-huh. in one word, what genre would it be? <sighs> Rock? Indie? This is... This song itself, I would say indie, uh, um, but there are elements in the middle which are, I'd just say, psychedelic. Oh, yeah. That's not what I I was expecting because mm-hmm. the title is Cold Brew, right? Because usually when it's uh, when the title is related to coffee, yeah, it's very uh, light, light, yeah, like and acoustic. Chill. Oh yeah, acoustic yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, but yeah. I guess this. It's a little different. It's here. a little bit different. Like parts of the song are gonna be what you're thinking, but also parts of it will be totally out there. Like maybe let's say when you're first drinking your cold brew, it feels <laughs> nice and relaxing at the cafe, right? Uh-huh. But then after you've had maybe uh, the whole cup, or maybe mm-hmm. you're on your second cold brew, uh. then you start to go somewhere else. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I think I know what you mean. So it's yeah. sweet indie sound with rock influences. Yes. I see. All right, let's take a listen, shall we? Here is Penti Rio and their song Cold Brew. We just heard Cold Brew by Penti Rio, and if you're just tuning in, you're listening to John's Jams on Wonder Hours with K-pop engineer and producer John Kim. <laughs> what do you think of that song? Uh, it's more chill than mm-hmm. I expected. Right. Yeah, there's. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little something for everyone there. Towards the end of the song, we really kind of we went all out, and <laughs> I just tried to find the craziest guitar tone oh. that I could. And, and, and so you produ- produced this song. Yeah. So I produced this one. They brought in the demo, and um, they they were just really open to me kind of taking it apart. And so, um. Yeah, that's basically what we did. Um, I took the entire song apart. Like they had this really cool slide guitar happening in the demo, and I really wanted to save that. So if you listen throughout the song and in the intro, there's mm-hmm. a really cool slide guitar happening, and I think there's a lot to listen for. If you take a listen to it like second or third time, you'll notice different elements every time. There are a lot of details that we put in in the background, but they're all really fun little Easter eggs. So if you want to try to catch them, you can. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, the main vocal. His, his voice mm-hmm. is very sweet and yeah. very I, I, beautiful. I'd say it's really unique. He's one of those few artists that he can actually sing the whole song through, like in one take, if he really wanted to. Wow. Um, in fact, he has some songs um, on his older albums. I didn't work on them, but this was before they met me. But almost um, these songs are like musicals, almost. Like some of the mm-hmm. vocals that he's done for these songs are like an opera singer almost and so that just speaks to the level of vocal control and breath control he has Mm -hmm. and he's just a really all-around versatile and talented singer Mm. well Mm -hmm. thanks for bringing in pentuileo one more Mm -hmm. time of course (laughs) all right so what is our next song john all right so now we're moving into another banger right now this is another really hot one from one of the hottest groups it's Mm -hmm. la seraphim with easy Mm -hmm. and yeah, this is. Are the, they one of your favorite girl groups? You know, <laughs> I, I didn't think so before. I didn't think so before. Mm. And up until around a year and a half ago, um, I didn't really like them that much just because I couldn't figure out what their sound was. Mm. But, uh, you know, like somewhere in the middle of their, their career, they had like a member restructuring mm-hmm. and they, they went through a lot of different changes, especially after New Jeans came out. So uh, just the backstory behind kind of how this all happened just because it's all out there i'm going to talk about it okay. but la seraphim basically they had like i mentioned a member change and it was all over the news for a while and they weren't able to really promote their new music and so they kind of took a small hiatus hiatus mm. and in the middle of that is when new jeans came out of nowhere uh. right and so la seraphim was already a very new group and they still are but at the time they had only been out for like a year mm. but all of a sudden the same label releasing another girl group that's kind of unheard of right uh-huh. but because new jeans had such a defined sound like if you listen to a New Jeans song, you know that that's New Jeans, right? right. They have such a cool sound. It's so cool and trendy, but what genre can I say it is? I call it a mix of R&B, R&B. and urban. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something chill. There's something chill. Yeah, chill relaxing. hop. Chill Some hop. people call it chill hop, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they definitely have their own sound and they, they did really well and that kind of took the thunder from La Seraphim for a while, right? Mm. But then they came out banging again with this song. It's called Anti-Fragile. 
And I know you oh, know this one, right? Yeah. That was a big one. They're talking about how, oh, uh, yeah, you can't break me down. Like, nothing's going to break me down. I'm anti-fragile. I'm not <laughs> fragile, right? Mm. And that's where they really started taking off. Because they had the competition of new jeans, um, they had to obviously differentiate their sound, right? They couldn't go into that chill hop or urban R&B sound. They had to take a more hip-hop-inspired, like, hard-hitting, dance-oriented hip-hop go- sound. To right? a little different direction. Exactly. And I think that's where they finally found their sound. Mm. Up until then, I feel like there were ideas from all over the place just coming together, trying to create like something that was coherent. But I don't think it came together. But after that restructuring, after having another group doing a more defined sound, they were able to find their road mm. and find their sound. And this is another great example of that. So this is their third latest mini album, and the title track is called Easy. Easy. And it's the namesake of the album. The album is also called Easy. And yeah, this album features uh, some writing that's directly from the artists themselves. Oh. Uh, they were involved in some of the lyrics for this album as well. And this song in particular, it's, it's something new from La Seraphim, but it's very indicative of their style. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when you think of T-Pain, what do you think of? T-Pain? T-Pain, the artist. Like hip-hop? Hip-hop, rap? like super auto-tuned, that <laughs> electronic like, oh, yeah. kind of sliding sound. Do you know what I mean? That's become such a huge staple in Western hip-hop and R&B. Uh, so much so that even if you're an amazing singer, just because you want that sound, you might turn it on even if your pitches are perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, recently, I think, um, not too recently, but a few years back, Beyonce did an album with Jay-Z. Right. Um, it was called the the Carters, mm-hmm. and she featured her voice with heavy, heavy auto tune. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about Beyonce, you know that she's an amazing singer. She oh. doesn't need the auto tune, but that auto tune has become such a huge uh, part of the the music culture and creating like this hip sound mm. that even great artists like Rihanna or uh, Kehlani or Beyonce they'll use that just to create a different soundscape and we see that here happening with the seraphim uh they chose to go in a totally different direction than they had before where before they were really clean and um precise vocals obviously they were tuned right but they weren't so heavily tuned that you can hear the like roboticness right Mm. but we see them doing that here and this is a deliberate choice on their end trying Mm -hmm. to create that western sound and I think it's a really good move. It helps to cement their sound as we are hip-hop, we are hard-hitting, mm-hmm. and they, they do it really well. It's something that we don't see in Korea often because when you see uh, someone using autotune, like, a lot of people, they get the misinterpretation, like, oh, this person's not good at singing because uh, they're using oh, yeah. autotune, right? And so a lot of people thought T-Pain was not good at singing at first, but then recently he's shown them up live um, singing these amazing amazing gospel tracks where he just does like all these crazy runs without mm. autotune and it just sounds flawless but because of that misinterpretation a lot of korean artists stay away from that sound unless you're in the hip-hop scene mm. uh, especially idols they don't want to come off as sounding like oh we can't sing and so that's we're just why we're use using auto tune, right mm-hmm. but i think they did a really good job here with using it because they use it in a way that's tasteful and it doesn't sound like they can't sing it's very deliberate and very um they they had great intention as they were doing it and i'm sure this album is meaningful for the members too because yes. they participated in for the lyric sure. writing yes and this song mm-hmm. in fact 
the crazy thing about it is just um, I talk about this with Hybe's music all the time but they have 20 separated credits on this one song wow so just I, I mention this every time I talk about La Seraphim or Hybe's music but um, some of my friends that are involved in this company's writing process uh, they talk about how the, the splits for each song can kind of become like a bidding war almost mm-hmm. because each 0.1 0.3% is so huge right. in terms of revenue mm-hmm. and so it's it's a really fine line because you obviously want to get your stake in the song, but also you don't want to burn the bridges, right? Because mm-hmm. when you're talking about money, oh. you know, it's it's tough, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like a lot of people that are on this track, they have to be really sensitive, yeah. right? So it, it's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And what does the song talk about? So it's just basically talking about... Um, you know, behind the scenes, they had a lot of uh, anxiety and worries just because they're coming from such a huge, huge label, right? There's a lot of pressure behind that. Like, they're the girl group successor to BTS. Oh. Now, think about that. You know, BTS is so big and you have to follow in their footsteps. Mm. So that creates a lot of pressure and For anxiety. Sure. But they're talking about it in this song about like how, hey, like, you know, I make it look easy, but it's not really. I'm working hard at this. And yeah, I might be making it look easy, but it's not always been like that. So the title right? is easy, yes. but it actually means that it's not easy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What about the music video? So there's there's something really cool with this music video, too. So it was shot in L.A., which is my hometown. Aww. And it was shot by uh, the, the director, Nina McNeely. And she's worked with artists like Doja Cat. The weekend and mm. you know just artists that heavily influenced this track itself so it makes a lot of sense that they would seek out a director like that just because the song is so heavily inspired by those artists to get a video that was also indicative of those artists uh-huh. well i can't wait to hear the song yes right here is easy by le seraphim that was easy by le seraphim yes all right so what's next on our list? All right, it is time. It's time for Who Are You? Now, I, I have to ask this every time. Have you heard of Horim? Horim? Yes. You I have? don't know much about Horim, okay. but yes, I think I've heard of All Horim. All right, that's awesome because he's actually an upcoming artist these days. Um, and he just released his new song. It's called Good Loop. Mm. And it's a super groovy track. So this guy... Ooh, I, I like groovy songs. Yeah, so I met him <laughs> a few years back at this uh, studio. It was called The Cut Studio. They do a lot of um, visual and music videos for hip-hop and R&B artists. And they were having an opening party and I met Horim there for the first time. Mm. And at the time, he was still pretty underground. But um, he slowly built up his career and he's been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Um, in fact, he's more than just a music artist. Like He actually does... Um, music video directing he's also like an avid like actual artist artist like he draws and he paints he does stuff like that he's a real artist he's a real (laughs) artist artist. and um recently he's actually even become a dad and so i think his son is uh maybe two years old similar to our kid i think Uh it was around the same time um but yeah that's changed his outlook on music a lot it's changed (laughs) his sound from going like it was like really trendy before with his husky voice but now it's kind of come into this more warm sound I'd say (laughs) and he's actually a lot more focused these days on his religion actually he's a very avid Christian and so he does a lot of videos and uh, covers of Christian music which has gone pretty viral in the Christian CCM community Mm. and so much so he's got the attention of TV hosts and uh, he's recently been um, on top 10 on Sing Again 
So oh. that's that might be where you've heard of him. He's mm-hmm. recently done some music for that show, and it's released and actually been on the charts before. So um, you might have already heard some of his music without even knowing. And if you watch the TV program, then obviously you will know him. But yeah, there is so much great music coming from him. This song is just absolutely, it's a banger. Um, it's mm. basically... Have you heard of D'Angelo, the artist? Yes. Right. Ooh. Yeah. His, uh, I forgot the title, but uh, there was this one song that I really, really, really liked. I'll bet you it's called, it's Untitled, right? Oh my or, gosh. Yeah, Untitled. Or, um, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, it is Untitled. It's off of the Voodoo album. And this song is inspired by that. Oh, so you're gonna hear I love that. it already. Yeah, you're going to hear that. There's this super groovy 6-8 rhythm happening with this laid back bass sound in the background. <gasps> and he has this husky voice to back it up. Oh. You're going to hear that. Influence. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to listen to his yes. voice. Let's hear it right now. Here is Horim with Good Loop. That was Good Loop by Horim. Hmm, you hear that? What a groovy song. Yes, yes, it's one of those where you just start bobbing your head, right? You hear you're on that rhythm. I feel like I need mm. a, a glass of wine with while listening to it. Oh yeah, for me it's a glass of whiskey. <laughs> but yeah, you do what you you want to do. Oh, yes. This is a, a nice n- nice find. Yes, uh, I think thanks so. Thanks for it's, bringing it in. Yeah, I think you sh- definitely should check out more of his music. There's a mm. lot more to check out. So search him up. It's Horim, H-O-R-I-M. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And now it's already time for one more song, last song. All right. What is our last song? We have a legendary artist here. We're going to be talking about Ailey's newest release called Haru. And this one is a really cool one because um, we've been seeing a lot of Japanese influence in the Korean market lately. And I've, I've been talking about this across a lot of different songs. But this one is actually, it's a reinterpretation of an originally mm-hmm. Japanese song. So this was originally a song, I think it's called Sakurairo Makoro. <laughs> so excuse my uh, pronunciation, but it was a song released in 2005 by Nakashima Mika. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is a reinterpretation of that song. So this was a very popular song in Japan in 2005 and it's uh, basically been redone by mm-hmm. Ailey in, in a Korean setting, basically. Mm-hmm. So there are Korean lyrics behind it and uh, the arrangement is brand new as well. But I think that this is a really good harmony because, you know, just historically, Korea and Japan have kind of been at odds, right? Mm-hmm. But this is a song that I feel like takes Japanese elements and Korean elements and just beautifully puts it together and creates a masterpiece. Mm. And so as far as music goes, J- Japan has a sound. Like if you listen to a Studio, studio Ghibli song, right? Mm-hmm. You know immediately like, yeah, that's that's that um, composer. That's his music. Mm-hmm. And it's it's 100% sounds Japanese. But then if you listen to a Song Shigyong song, mm-hmm. right? And it's a ballad. If you listen to the just the instrumental, even without the melody or Song Shigyong on it, you know this is a Korean ballad song or a right. Korean OST, right? Mm. Now take those two elements and put them together and you get this song. Wow. Yes, there wow. are great orchestral elements. Um, in fact, it's by uh, one of the greatest string arrangers in Korea that I would say. It's Yoon String, who Yoon also String. even does music for our, our last host, um, Lena Park. Mm. And I feel like they really did a good job of taking that Japanese element and blending it into the Korean sound. Mm. Mm. You explained it so beautifully. I can't wait to hear the song. All right. Well, we're going to listen to the song as we say goodbye to John. Mm. And I'm also going to close out the show for the day. So thank you so much, John. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Here is Ailey and her song Haru One Day. This has been Uherim with producer Hong Seo-ryong and Kwon Seo-ryong and writer Liz. Have a wonderful day and see you tomorrow.